Life Audio. I only knew two scriptures when I came to S2L, and I mean, that was because of sports. We did the Lord's Prayer and John three sixteen. you see in the, in the stands. And so I remember, man, when I first got there, it was a nightmare, man. Mm. It was all of these emotions, all of these, these shame-filled things, this tape just playing in my head of all the wickedness that I had done. And I remember hearing something like this, and I was like, well, I'm going to try it. Yeah. If, if this is what's up, I've tried everything else. I've tried the secular place. So if I'm willing to try that, let's try this. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. I would walk 500 miles just to be the... (laughs) I didn't even know where that was coming from. We had a video playing on the TV over here. I thought it was that, and then I just look over and... Hey, hold up. Hold up before we start. Hold up before we start. Oh my gosh! Look at this weirdo. Dude. Gotta get my water bottle. He ready. got this new like. It's no big deal. What hey, is it? Uh, hey, don't make it a big deal. It's not a big water deal. or something. So it looks like a lava lamp. So y'all can watch as we record this. What is lava lamp water does? No, dude. It's just it's just drinking my water. Dude. <laughs> don't make it a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Hydrogenated water. No, it's the next scientific thing. Just only the UFC fighters and the most elite athletes in the world drink it. It's really not a big deal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, today we have an awesome, awesome episode. We want to talk about the armor of God beforehand. Thank you so much if you're subscribed. If you're not, please do. We've, we've again, received the data. A large percentage of you that watch these are not subscribed. Uh, please do so. It really helps get this out more, the, uh, YouTube's algorithm and stuff like that. Um, if you want to join, become a member, man, you're sewing into an awesome ministry. I think it's two ninety nine a month. Uh, we have, I don't know which order the episodes that we've recorded. So Romy, you're our newest, uh, newest one. We've said that. In all the yeah. I mean, this has been like tw- <laughs> 10 episodes now. Shout out Romy, dude. But it's been about an hour and a half. It's yeah. homie with an R. Shout we're out showing Romy, you. Dude. We're showing you how things are made. We've recorded three episodes today. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for for becoming a member. You get a few perks like discounts on merch and stuff. Which these? I think we have a few of these left too. We got hats. We got workbooks. Man, we might come up with some stickers and stuff. Man, Carlos probably can come up with some mean, cool things that you'd want to put on your truck or the back of your car. Or something yeah. Like that. So like free indeed or I meant to wear that shirt. Speaking of free indeed, our buddy Brian uh, Lecklitner. Uh, came through the program. He started a free indeed small group at that church. Oh, cool. That remember you posted it. The center point church. I think it is, man. I'm probably getting all this wrong. I'll have my info next time we record, but he sent me a free indeed shirt. I told him I'd wear it on a podcast. Cool. Free indeed or lost and found free indeed. We could do a lost and found shirt too. We could yeah. do a, yeah. Awesome. So, um, you want to dive in? Is there anything else? I feel like I'm missing something. Um, no, just uh, I want to tell you guys we appreciate the comments. Yeah. You know, Adam sends – we have a studio thread with Carlos, myself, and Adam, and he shares a lot of the encouraging comments, and they really do something for us. Yeah. Uh, just knowing that the seed that we've planted, something we've said, the verse that we shared is making an impact and uh, um, encouraging you yeah. um, in, in your life. And so that, that encourages us more than you guys know. So we appreciate the love, the comments, the emails – all the support that you show us, um, man, it, it just adds fuel to our fire. Yeah, and we, we teased something out today in one of the episodes about us uh, being asked to speak at a youth group. Uh, and so we were like, yeah, we'll do it. It's like a conference that they're having. And originally it was going to be us kind of speaking on something, but it ended up morphing into let's do a, a podcast, a live podcast with Q&A from the students. Uh, if something like that, if something 
whether it be a youth group or your church or something like that, uh, I don't know. We just want to help. This is a resource we feel God's called us to, and so the comments are really encouraging and, and help us keep going. The people who uh, subscribe, the people who become a member, I think there's even a, a super chat you could do or something when these premiere that it just, the, I don't know. Yeah. They encourage. There's, I don't dude, know. There's things that yeah. you can do about the things, and the things are yeah. really cool, man. And it really helps. People we don't know, people we know, when you yeah. comment, man, that just – Thank you. Thank you. But today yeah. we're going to talk about the armor of God, why it's important uh, to put on your full armor of God, especially when it comes into like the recovery world and what's going on. You want to start or you want me to? Uh, go ahead. You want to read them yeah. scriptures to, to get us? Yeah. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17 says this. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Schemes of the devil are real, right? Yes, sir. If you watch that episode, we did one where we responded to a drunk again song. And man, the schemes of the devil, a lot of them deal with shame and guilt. And I mean, you name Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You know it. Schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, therefore means what I just said, because it's not a flesh fight, because it's a spiritual fight, and because the schemes of the devil are real. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all you can do to stand, stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and the shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace and all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. That is the armor of God in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17 or 18. Um, man, that, man, this, I wanted this episode to be 15 minutes, but with that, I mean, we could preach on, we could do 50 episodes on this. What stuck out? What, what do you think armor of God is important in this journey for? Yeah, I think especially in the vein in which we work right and this podcast life after addiction to understand that addiction is a spiritual battle. Um, Adam and I said last episode, we probably say a lot of the same thing, but that's because the truth doesn't change. Boom. And so this is a spiritual battle that you are in when you are fighting against addiction. You know, it's not the addiction itself or it's not the addiction itself. Um, Sometimes you feel like you're fighting your own self, you know, but we don't fight these things in the way that we would fight um, something that isn't spiritual in nature. But what I mean by that is whenever I got here, 
I never viewed my addiction as a spiritual battle. I never knew the Lord. I never prayed. I never sought after God. I went to church a handful of times, but there was never any, you know, seeing Christ as Lord or Savior or anything like that. So I was always fighting against my addiction with my own understanding, my own willpower, my own strength, my own knowledge, my own wisdom, my own whatever it was. And that kept getting me the same results that I had always gotten. I was just getting nowhere at all. When I gave my life to the to the Lord, he also gave me the ability to see with spiritual eyes and hear with spiritual ears. What I mean by that is I realized that at the root of addiction was sin and Christ had paid the ultimate um, atonement and sacrifice for my sins, meaning, man, I was forgiven. So my job from here on out is to abide in obedience. My job is to do as the Lord calls me to do, live according to how the Lord calls me to live and put on the armor of God in order to fight these battles spiritually. I also was able to view my addiction as, man, this is Christ versus sin. It's not Ryan versus addiction. Well, if it's Christ versus sin, the posture in which I fight this is drastically different than me just trying to like change my people, places and things, and then muster up enough courage and willpower not to get high and not to do these things. Uh, But man, I'm fighting these things in prayer. I'm fighting these things in God's word. I'm fighting these things with biblical community. I'm fighting these things with accountability. I'm fighting these things in humility, understanding my ways are not the best ways. My best ideas got me to rehab, got me to the place that I'm at. And so I have to um, be willing to adhere to wise counsel from other people. Yeah, man. And, And I think the importance of this is, is because of what the scripture in itself says is that there is evil out there and there's schemes of the devil and there's uh, the fight that we're in is not flesh and blood. And I, and I don't want to repeat ourselves, but I guess I have to because this is just right. how I'd, And I mean, if, if you really diagnose that and think about it, man, and the scripture saying that we don't battle against flesh and blood, that it's all spiritual, it's all cosmic warfare. And if you're honest, or let me say me, if I'm honest, and you've, if you listen to these episodes, a bunch of them, you've probably heard me say this, but, man, I struggled with that scripture I, because I had been in physical altercations. I've, everything I knew at one point was just physical. So when the Bible's saying that everything that you battle against isn't, the war isn't physical, it's all spiritual, that didn't make sense. It didn't add up. And then just not skipping over this and praying through this and reading context and reading other uh, supplemental verses that go along with this. God kind of hit me with something, and it was, Adam, you know, why were you in those physical altercations? Why were you in the physical fight? And I stopped, and I thought, I was like, well, you know, pride, uh, the love of money, anger, unrighteous anger, uh, and to which all of those things that I mentioned, pride, love of money, unrighteous anger, I can't box up physically and hand you. It's a cosmic thing. It has to do with the spiritual realm. And so it kind of made sense. And if that clicks for you and you can kind of understand what the Bible's saying now that this is a spiritual situation, then, man, we better listen because now it's telling us how to go armor up for the spiritual war. And, man, I remember <laughs> 12, 10, 11, 12 years ago, I remember, man, I wanted to break this down. I was nerding out on this. You know the whiteboard in the classroom, how big it is? I had the whole thing, almost like Rain Man, man. You could just X squared minus, and I had like a Roman soldier and what the, the breastplate would have actually covered his heart and all this stuff, and then broke down the symbolism in the Scripture, and then, then I had the, the helmet of salvation and how it covers your mind and have a renewed mind, and I broke all. Mm. I don't want to go. <laughs> right. I don't exactly. want to nerd out on all right, that. Right, right. But I will say another thing. Thing that I always hit on these that just meant the most to me is that everything on this armor that is mentioned is a defensive weapon minus one. And 
is talking about the gospel of peace and just remind yourself the, the, of your salvation and the security of your salvation and to have a, a, a belt of truth just in your center, center mass. You're just focusing on the truth and being righteous with a shield and all of those things are to protect you, but it does list one offensive weapon and it talks about the sword and the sword being the word of God. And so if I'm able to grow in these aspects and this is a fight and I want to be, I don't want to just be in my pit being trampled on. I don't want to just be a little bygone. I don't want to be MacGyver with a little Swiss army knife because I didn't know any scripture and I didn't want, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to grow my sword. I wanted to learn more of God's word to be in the fight, man, to be swinging a sword like Braveheart. Yeah. I love verse 16 where it says, in addition to all the, all these, take up the shield of faith yeah. uh, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil, evil one. one. Yeah. Like as Ooh. Christians, our worldview, we have a, an objective truth that is God's word, yeah. meaning the subjective truth of the world changes each and every single day. When I wake up, I feel this way. I think this way. My opinions are this. My thoughts are this. And so that's my truth for that day. I go to sleep. I wake up the next day. The world says this is truth. The world says that's truth. So it's constantly this roller coaster of this is truth today. This is not true tomorrow. This is truth in 10 years. This is not truth in 10 years. My truth is different than your truth, bro. Correct. And it leaves you at this place of believing the lies of the enemy and distorting your perception of reality and distorting the perception of of what truth is and so our shield of faith is this objective truth it's god's standard in god's word that we are able to build our lives upon and establish what is the ultimate truth what is the ultimate authority of our lives well whenever i'm able to see life through a biblical lens through a biblical worldview and have an objective truth man i'm able to stand firm in my faith with my shield and all the lies of the enemy all the lies of the world all the propaganda and things the world tries to feed me about who I am, about who God is, all these lies of the enemy, man, I'm able to withstand those because I have an objective sense of truth of not only who I am, but who God is, how God calls me to live, how he calls me to love God, how he calls me to love other people in a, a, a way in which I can walk through life, man, and not have to waver on what I know to be the truth and extinguish those fiery darts that the enemy tries to throw my way or life just in general does. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love that because I think the last couple episodes, we well, we just, I don't know when this is coming out, but we did a reaction to that song Drunk Again and about we talked about the shame and the guilt coming in. And, um, man, you want to extinguish those thoughts, those uh, accusations, those things that are hitting you? Man, it's, it's growing your faith. Mm. Um, and I think this, a practical, I'll give a practical thing, and maybe you can and we can see where it takes us, but... Um, I think if you're growing your sword, if you're, if you're in God's word, it also grows your faith. And, and I remember just a, a personal story. I, I heard some, I read this and I was like, you know what? I want to be in the fight. I want to see if I can extinguish these arrows. I want to grow my sword. And I only knew two scriptures when I came to S2L. Uh, and I mean, that was because of sports. We did the Lord's prayer and John three sixteen. you see in the, in the stands, uh, only two scriptures by heart. And so I remember, man, when I first got there, it was a nightmare, man. Mm. It was all of these emotions, all of these these shame-filled things, this tape just playing in my head of all the wickedness that I had done, zero sleep, zero um, my legs just kicking, man. You could just, if you've never gone through a withdrawal, if you have, you know what I'm saying. If you haven't, man, it's just, 
it's just you wish you were dead. And I mean, you, there's no rest. And I remember hearing something like this. and I was like, well, I'm going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if this is what's up, I've tried everything else. I've tried the secular place of, of the meetings and the sponsors and the 12 steps, working through the steps and identifying as this. And that didn't seem to work. Let me try this. Well, if I'm willing to try that, let's try this. And I remember laying in bed at night and just repeating the only two scriptures that I knew over and over in my head. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The kingdom come, the will be done. Over and over. And next thing I know, man, I woke up and it was morning. Mm. And I had probably gotten four to six hours of sleep. And it was like, whoa. Man, that actually, I don't know what that did. I, I don't know how to explain it other than try it. Other than you try it. I'm just telling you what happened to me, and and I believed, and I, I think my faith grew. Maybe some of those darts were extinguished, and I was able to fight back against some of that. Uh, I would recommend you trying that, man. The armor up every day, because whether you battle an addiction or not, man, you're in a fight, whether you know it or not, and it's not a physical one. It's not a physical one. Yeah, I like. Uh, I want to read this place. It's in Second Corinthians chapter 10, and this is Paul. He's defending his ministry, but he's also letting us know that, man, his battles, just like the battles we face, are in the spiritual realm. They're not physical. They are spiritual battles. But this is Second Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. I love that. We destroy every argument and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to obey Christ. We have an objective standard of truth of how we are called to live. And not only that, but man, we have these spiritual um, tools that we are able to fight and distinguish those fiery darts from the enemy with. Uh, For me, God's word to use an example. I remember I went to this place called Trace Diaz um, early on in my walk. And what it is, it's just a Christian retreat. It's called uh, Trace Diaz. It's three days, obviously. It started in Spain, but it, they have it in all countries or many countries across the, the world. And, uh, man, I encountered God in just such a unique way. I had already known God prior to going there, but I just had many intimate moments with the Lord. But when I got back, I, I don't know what happened in the spiritual realms, but this sort of the spirit, man, I started to read it, and I, I had like this supernatural understanding that I didn't have before. I always mm. doubted myself. I always struggled to comprehend things and stories and parables and knowing what king lived in this period and this, that, or the third. And there's still so much that I don't know. But I went back to God's word after getting back, and I, I, I don't know. I just saw it with fresh eyes. I gained a deeper understanding about the things of God. I was able to interpret scripture in a way that I hadn't ever before. And so my encouragement would be that maybe you're in a place that you've read the word and you struggle to understand it and you don't know who's who and what's what and the verses don't make sense to you. And so what we as humans like to do is just like give up. And I would rather hear a word at a church and from a pastor who knows what he's talking about than dive into it myself. Well, you're not going to grow as much if you're not personally reading the word and seeking after God and using these tools as your tools that the Lord gave you specifically. 
Um, yeah. But I think that's a big deal to, to understand who God is for yourself. A, a word from church is a beautiful thing. That'll keep me on fire for 30 minutes, maybe even a couple of days sometimes. But God is his ultimate desire is to speak to you personally. And in order for him to speak to you personally, man, you got to be in your word and to be able to fight these battles spiritually i have to know what truth is who god is who i am in christ and how he calls me to fight the battles that i face amen i think good complimentary verse to this if you're growing and you're wanting to grow these things is second peter 1 3 through 11 go and check that out mm. um kind of a change of subject but did you hear holly holmes is on the ufc 300 card no do you who do you think going to be the main event of that they haven't announced it yet I don't even know who's in it. Uh, there's a bunch of people in it right now, but Dana White said that it'll be mind-blowing who the main event is. So I don't know. But Holly Holmes, and I just bring that up because I want you to do something, man. Oh, gosh. I want you to use your eyes, and I want you to watch. And then when you're watching, think of me. Yeah. And all that is me. Yeah. And really let common sense hit you now. Yeah. So do a, do a little clip playback of the UFC fighter that we had on this podcast yeah. who literally told him he wouldn't win. That's not true. In a very nice, You're, loving, kind, Ryan is a bad historian. Way. You're a bad historian. <laughs> you don't remember things well. Uh, it's just facts. Facts don't care about your feelings, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ben Shapiro said. Hopefully that clip is in here so you guys can see for yourself. Hey, hey. But anyways, yeah, armor of God. Yeah. <laughs> Put on the full armor of God. If you have questions, if you, man, I'd say dive deep into this stuff. Nerd out. A lot, and if you don't, if you ask God to give you a desire for his word and to grow in these things, check out Second Peter as, as, uh, chapter 1 as well as Ephesians chapter 6. Uh, guys, we hope you enjoy this. Please like and subscribe. Uh, we can't thank you enough. Uh, but yeah, if you're listening to this and encourage you share it, uh, but we do have data that just shows that like 90% of the people that listening, they're not subscribed and it really helps us out if you're subscribed because it puts us in a different algorithm. Anything else? I think that's it, baby. That's it. That's life after addiction. You better believe it. Thank you for listening to this episode of life after addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit s2l.net. That's S, the number two, L.net. For more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit s2lrecovery.org. That's S, the number two, lrecovery.org. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. Life Audio presents Bridges with Monica Schmelter. That we have an enduring hope that can't be taken away when we are in Christ. And to know that we have that, right? And eternal salvation, because this world can be so busy and so dark that we can forget that, right? Because right? sometimes I get caught in the trappings of what's going on in my life this moment. And while I have to recognize that, that's not it. Continue listening on lifeaudio.com or wherever you find your podcast.